For our Capital Notes conversation today, we look ahead to the big Wisconsin political stories of 2018. One of the events topping the headlines last year was Foxconn and the state's $3 billion incentives package for the Taiwanese company to locate here. Democrats blasted the plan during the legislative debate, calling it enormous corporate welfare. J.R. Ross of WISPolitics.com predicts Foxconn will top the list of stories in this new year. WUWM's Marty Michelson asked if he thinks it will be smooth sailing now that the state and the company have signed a contract. That's to be seen. I mean, they've been making progress. They've got a site pick. They're hiring people. But the real key thing for people like Governor Walker who have invested politically in the in the project is to see walls going up, you know, foundations being poured, people being hired, you know, real signs of progress sometime in the summer, early fall, that plan is coming and it's going to be everything they said it's going to be. If that happens, then that's good for Governor Walker. If it doesn't, if there's no signs of progress come late summer, early fall, Democrats will jump on that and say, look, you know, this thing is going to happen the way they said it will. We got sold sold a bad bill of goods. 2018 will be another year that Republicans have control of the legislature. This has been the case since the 2010 elections. As we discussed, some potentially divisive bills have died. Are any likely to make it onto the agenda in coming months? Maybe a couple. There are some bills dealing with uh, developments on wetlands that lawmakers have been kicking around, but controversial stuff, likely not. One thing lawmakers prefer, and this goes for either party, is if they're in charge, they want the spring floor period before election to be full of positive things they can talk about rather than controversial things. They don't want the voters' last impression of them before they head off to re-election to be of a big fight in the Capitol over a controversial issue. They'd rather do popular things. So they're kind of lining up bills that aren't necessarily the most controversial but could give them some talking points on the campaign trail this fall. And they're looking to get out of the Capitol probably by mid-March. I expect them to be done and off focusing on re-election. Finally, 2018 is going to be a big election year, as you just mentioned, with Governor Walker, Democratic U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin, and GOP House Speaker Paul Ryan among the politicians up for re-election. Which contest do you anticipate will be the most interesting to watch and why? Uh, tough call. If you had to sit and look at the, the environment right now, you'd say that Governor Walker is going to have a financial advantage. He's got a state party that's, you know, proven itself to be able to turn out voters and off your elections, and he's got a fractured field. So you'd give him an advantage. Look at Tammy Baldwin and go, okay, she's got she's in a fundraising field all her own when it comes to that race against, right now, Kevin Nicholson and Leah Vukmir. She's got a national fundraising network expected to be kind of a target, but also have national help in a re-election bid. Things will change over the summer and early fall, but right now I think they're both favored to win. And then two with, with Paul Ryan, we just don't know what he's going to do yet. There are reports surfaced in December that he doesn't. He wants to serve through the election and then be done. So will he seek re-election? Will he be on the ballot? We don't know for sure. Um, that's kind of a big question mark that once that's answered, it'll make that race a lot clearer. But if he steps down or if he doesn't seek re-election, it would create an incredible, uh, interesting dynamic for that seat where they'd have a Republican running for it for the first time in an open seat in that district in almost 20 years. And you have Randy Bryce, a Democrat, who's got you know got a primary challenger, but has raised a lot of money already, $1.5 million through September, roughly, and has a lot of Democratic support. Could he win a Republican-leaning seat um, if it were open and he wasn't running Paul Ryan? I, I can't answer that question right now, but something to watch.